the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Yeah, ready on the right, ready on the left, all ready on the firing line, you may proceed. You know, I, I always like to hear those, hear that uh, yelled out by the range master there. Finally, finally, the break is over and we can proceed. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, welcome to the show. We're going to have a very interesting and informative one today. With me, I have Mark Boardman. Mark Boardman is the marketing uh, guru general from Vortex Optics up there in Wisconsin. How you doing there, Mark? I'm doing good, Philip. Thank you for the uh, fantastic and probably uh, exaggerated introduction there. <laughs> no worries. Anytime you need a raise, let me know. You know <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, Folks, just so you know, we have a lot of things coming up. We always try and stay active on this show. This weekend is the Avenal shoot, long-range shoot. I'm going to be actually testing out a brand-new bipod system called the Bipod EXT, Bipod X. It's manufactured here in Southern California. It is a bipod extension. Um, it's hard to describe. I'll do some videos on it. But we tested it out last last weekend at the range. It is unbelievable stability that it brings to a bipod shooting platform. And it's pretty lightweight. Looks looks different. You will look like the unicorn on the range. But, hey, if you're ringing the steel and uh, making the shots when they count, uh, that's the way to do it. But it's a, it's a carbon fiber extension for bipods. Brings the leverage point out farther towards the tip of your barrel. And just absolutely takes the last bit of wiggle out of your bipod for, for prone shooting and even for, for sitting shooting if you needed to use it that way. So we're going to check that out. That's called the Bipod EXT. You can look them up online, bipodext.com. And uh, it's just a, a very unique situation. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to be trying it this weekend up at Avenal. Avenal, for those of you who don't know, is a monthly shooting event. Some people call them matches. For me, they're shooting events. They're great training sessions. So we're heading up with a few people uh, this weekend to the lovely city of Avenal, um, where you can get covered with the coaling all over the place. It's just a nice dusty range. So um, that's going to be a, a great. It's 50 shots, 50 different targets at different ranges. So you only have one shot per target, uh, anything from 190 yards, which there's one, to 900 yards, which there's one. So it's it's... Cross country, cross canyons, across the wind, uphill, downhill. It's probably the best training for hunting that you can get in one morning. And it's nice because, you know, just shooting with a bunch of friends and 
you know, there's a little bit of pressure, which adds to your heart rate, which makes it more realistic when you come into a hunting situation or a precision long range shooting situation. So we want to check that out. That's uh, the third Sunday. It's also the same week as the uh, PBS shoot at West End, but you can only have 24 people there. So, you know. One is more tactical shooting, one is more long-range hunting shooting, and I think the Avenal is more for, for practicing realistic shots in the field. Also, September 23rd, two events going on that day. September 23rd is National Hunting and Fishing Day, and so we're going to be starting our day with Vince Torres over at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, corner of Brockton and Central. Y'all know where he's at, but 8 o'clock in the morning, we're going to be there. Vince is opening up early. He's going to have all kinds of special sales, hot dogs, you know, Vince, he's going to do it upright. So that's eight o'clock in the morning. We're going to record. And then from 10 o'clock to seven o'clock, we're going to be at the seminar for Rex reviews. You find out more at rexreviews.org. That's the, uh, uh, I'm, Mark, you're probably pretty familiar with him. He's done some reviews on the Vortex stuff. Um, yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, Rex, Rex Reviews. He's on a YouTube channel. Um, he's got the Sniper 101 series, 101 different sessions that, go into detail about all the different aspects of long-range shooting. So he's going to be doing his seminar, and he filled in for me two weeks ago. He's going to be doing his seminar September 23rd and 24th at the Bass Pro Shops in Rancho. So go shop advances, then come on over for the seminar. You want to re- to uh, get your tickets beforehand. We're also setting up our live fire. So we're going to have a, we have a private ranch lined up out in the Temecula area. We're going to have a private ranch that we're going to do our live fires on out to a mile. And the prerequisite is the course. You don't, you don't want to show up at the live fire without going through the course because you would pretty much be lost. It's a complicated system that he breaks down for long range shooting for first round hits, which as Mark will tell you here with the vortex extreme competition, first round hits are what counts. (laughs) Walking a bullet in 30, 40 shots later isn't long range shooting. That's, you know, it could be fun, but it's it's uh, not not precision long range shooting. So, first round hits are the important thing, especially if you're hunting and you have that responsibility on your shoulders. If you're a tactical operator, obviously you don't want to give away your position without taking out the bad guy. So, first round hits are what is critically important, and that's what you learn at the seminar. It's all day Saturday the twenty third, Sunday the twenty fourth. And it's a prerequisite for our live fire, which will be probably in January. Um, and it's a beautiful place. It'll be great weather, great day, awesome all the way around. So check that out, rexreviews.org. Rexreviews.org. Seating is limited. Uh, they oversold in, in uh, Texas. They had 25 people they had to turn away. So seating's limited. Make sure you get in there. Um, you get all the information that you need. You will learn about 10 years, 10 years of experience in a weekend of all the mistakes you could be making and would have made that you're going to save yourself from. So that involves a lot of ammunition costs, a lot of rebarreling costs, and just frankly, take the frustration out of your life. So rexreviews.org, rexreviews.org will be out there on Saturday the 23rd, Sunday the 24th. There. That's all my homework, uh, Mark. Take it away. No, I'm just kidding. What? I tell you what, you got sounds like you have a, a lot of fun stuff going on over there. I think I might need to get to get to Cali and go hang out and shoot some guns with you guys. You know, it would be absolutely awesome because they have they have um, rained on our parade. 
They've rained on our parade for semi-autos. They've rained on our parade for average capacity magazines. They've rained on our parade for how many pistols we can buy a month. But you know what? We still have our bolt-action rifles. And, and frankly, that is, that is probably the best weapon system that a patriot needs to learn how to use. Um, especially precision fire is absolutely an important thing. And, and that's something we should all be gearing up for and just making sure that, uh, everybody knows how to run a bolt action rifle. So no, it's, I'd love to have you come out whenever you're uh, doing one of your trips. For sure. For sure. No, that'd be fun. You know, like, I mean, just like you say, that's a good skill to have. I mean, it's such a solid platform. Uh, it's been around for so long. It's going to be around for a long time. It's tough to beat, and there's definitely certain applications where it, it is, uh, you know, the optimal choice. Yeah. Hey, if I had to clear my house with my 300 Win Mag, you know, I, I could do it. You could do it, yeah. <laughs> Even if you miss, it's like a stun grenade going off in the, in the room, right? So, uh, right. You've, you've, you've done it anyway, so they're, they're incapacitated. Anyway, folks, that's enough of that. Let's get on to Vortex Optics. Now, Vortex, for those of you who don't know, is a company that just kind of came out of nowhere a few years back with unbelievable offerings, something called their VIP warranty, which means no questions asked. If you break it, they will fix it. Um, and, and some of the stories, if you go on their website and look at their or the YouTube video channel, some of the stories about some of the pe- some of the things people have turned in, uh, pretty amazing. I saw one one was blown up in some kind of an action. Others, uh, the guy's house burned down. Now, look, if your house burns down, I don't think that's the scope manufacturer's fault at all. Yet, what happened there, Mark? That that optic, I would assume, was uh, was replaced. There's definitely some that uh, you know meet their end and and are are beyond repair. But I mean, I mean, to your point, Philip. I mean, it it truly is an unconditional lifetime transferable, no fault warranty. There's there's no paperwork to fill out. Uh, you know, if you're a Vortex customer and if you you know ever experience an issue with one of our products, whether whether you bought it, uh, or you, whether you're the original owner owner or, or you passed it on to one of your kids or sold it to the buddy that to a buddy, that warranty goes with the optic for the life of the optic, and and we will uh, you know if something ever happens, we will you know repair or replace it, and uh, we try to build everything so a person never experiences an issue, but. Things do happen, and uh, you know we uh, we definitely have our customers back through uh, you know before, during, and after the sale. It's like insurance. I mean, the truck fell off the back of the buggy, or I'm sorry, the the rifle fell off the buggy. Um, your your friends, quote unquote, uh, ran over your binoculars. You know, your something drastic happens to them. It's not like they just fall apart from use, but something drastic happens to them, and they get replaced. And that's what I see time and time again on the Vortex VIP warranty: is a disaster happened, the tornado. NATO threw my binoculars <laughs> three fields over and I got a new pair. So I think that's amazing that you stand behind your products even when it's not your fault. And we don't see enough of that uh, in, in modern America. So Vortex has the VIP warranty, one of the main reasons that you want to take a look at their offerings. We're going to come back after this commercial break, and I'm sorry I used up all your time, but we're going to talk about what you have in the offerings and the high-end stuff and the mid-range stuff and everything in between. Well, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. You know, firing line radio show, less thunder in the mouth, more lightning in the hand. But, you know, every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, optics, and everything afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful companion in upholding these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, at Bullseye Gun, Sports, and Ammo in Riverside. The same Vince Torres will be at his shop September 23rd, 8 o'clock a.m. Don't miss it. Now, you've heard me talk about the Firing Line Gun of the Month Challenge created in response to pending legislation in Excremento. Well, Bullseye Sport is one of the establishments participating in that challenge. Each month, there's a special offer on a firearm. Your goal is collect as many as possible. During the month of August, you can purchase a Smith & Wesson SD9VE 9mm for $319.99. If you need an entry-level 9mm, $319.99. And remember, friends don't let friends buy high points. For more information about the challenge, go to Bullseye Sport, Bullseye Sports in Riverside, where the Inland Empire gets its guns and ammo, 951-823-0211. That's 951-823-0211. Or visit their website, bullseyesport.com, bullseyesport.com. Hey, great price on an entry-level 9mm. Um, check it out, the Smith & Wesson SD9 for 319 How's that for a low price there, Mark? Sounds pretty good to me. Very good. Hey, so... I've been blessed in my shooting and hunting career and, and in my accumulation of, of things. And and frankly, just very, very recently, uh, I received a Vortex Razor set of scopes, the uh, four and a half to 27, which has been my on my list forever, and the three to 18, which is another awesome, awesome offering that they have. But here's my dilemma, Mark. I had to go open up my safe 
pull out all the bolt action rifles and then decide where is that scope going to go. And so we have to, just like in hunting season, my rifles have to have a shoot off. The one that goes this year is going to be the one that was shooting the best. So, I mean, you take a look at it and it's like, okay, if I put the razor on this one, then the HST is going to go on this one. But wait, that one doesn't deserve it. So I have to go with another. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a challenging game of musical scopes, but they all get to be a winner. So it's absolutely awesome. So these, the Vortex Viper. Oh, excuse me, the Vortex Razor HD, the four and a half to twenty seven, which is a I'm gonna call it a bulletproof scope. It is it is amazing, this thing. It's got a fifty-six millimeter objective lens, four and a half power, it's first focal plane. Now first focal plane, Mark, you wanna tell them what that that means? So yeah, so in a in a first focal plane optical system, you know, due to the, the reticles forward placement in that system. When you uh, zoom up or down with the magnification, that reticle will essentially appear to grow or shrink in direct proportion uh, to the magnification. So uh, on, on four and a half power, the reticle will be, you know, smaller and as you as you zoom up and get up to uh, 27 power uh, the reticle will will get bigger so um, what that gives a person is you know for example in that in that razor HD gen 2 four and a half to 27 by 56 that reticle has a lot of information in it uh, you yes. know and depending on which one you get but you know you're gonna um, you're gonna have you know your your subtensions on the horizontal and vertical crosshair uh, and in, in the example of the EBR2C MOA or, or EBR2C uh, MRAD, uh, the, the mill-based version, you're going to have, um, you know, a, a windage tree, you know, with floating, floating wind dots. So why that's important and why that can be an asset to have the reticle, uh, you know, essentially, like I said, to your eye grow and shrink is at any point in the zoom range, you can use those hash marks or, or windage tree dots um, to shoot off of. So if you're a person that likes to shoot off your reticle, um, which can be an extreme asset, uh, particularly if you're engaging uh, multiple targets in rapid succession, uh, some people just, that's how they prefer to operate, um, that's, a, that's a big asset because and I'm going to speak in a generality here, in a second focal plane, plane, uh, second focal plane optical system, which I'd say is, is probably what, what most people are used to. Definitely the first focal plane is gaining a lot of popularity and, and, and a lot of people are using it. But I'd say in a more standard hunting rifle scope or, or something like that, like that, that's going to be a second focal plane optical system. Now that reticle, it, it may have, you know, uh, subtensions or, or BDCs. So a, a, sub, general, a subtension, a subtension is if you're, if you're looking at a traditional set of crosshairs, you have a vertical, you have a horizontal with a cross in the middle is your aim point. Subtensions are actually measured hash marks, either vertically or horizontally, and then some have different sizes to help you count and denote what they are, but they are precise tools for measuring and for aiming, correct? Correct, yeah. I mean, it's almost, it's almost like having a ruler of sorts in, in your right. crosshair. Right. That, you know, optimally it's going to match, uh, you know, the click values or, 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 uh, of the turrets, right? But, uh, you know, where I was going with the second focal plane, 
even if it has, you know, uh, like, you know, um, BDC increments or, or it might have mil hash marks or MOA hash marks, those hashes are only going to be accurate and usable on a single magnification. And I would say, in general, that's going to be the maximum, uh, you know, the top end of the zoom range, which you may not want to be at uh for a variety of reasons when you're trying to execute a long-range shot. Potentially, maybe there's a lot of mirage or something like that, and you want to dial back your magnification a little bit, but you still want to shoot off your reticle. So that's, or that's where a first focal plane can be an advantage, or, yeah, a low-light scenario. Exactly, Philip. So, um, and so here's one of the things... They both have their place. They both, they both work, they, you know, excellent. Yeah. There's not a right or a wrong, um, but it's just something to consider when making that purchase. So here's here's one of the things that I've, I've not been a, a big fan of... Uh, first focal planes for hunting because early in the morning okay um it's low light your best light transmission happens at the lower ranges of your power band on your scope so first thing i've always got my scope dialed down to to three power four power five you know something on that four and a half on the new one right something on the lower end so that if i have something close i can throw up the rifle i'll have enough scope uh, light coming through the scope to see it to determine if i'm you know can take the shot or not but it's also if you were to jump something in early light, you can find it. You know, you're not going to walk around with your scope on 12 to 15 power. Um, if you had to lift it up and make a quick shot, you're not going to do it. So, sure. so, but I didn't like the fact that it it shrunk my crosshairs down and they were so fine that in low light they're really hard to see. Well, you solved that problem with illuminating the rectangle. Correct. Yep. So I'd say, yeah, in, in general, you know, you know, our first focal plane options are going to have, um, an illumination, illumination feature, which, you know, as you stated, um, you know, can come in extremely handy in, in certain scenarios like the one you described there. Yeah. And so the, the way this illumination works, it's actually on your dial on the, uh, typically where you would find what's called your parallax adjustment. It pulls out and you turn it once and it comes on. And uh, in between each setting, which is, I think, 1 through 12, but in between each setting, there's a dot, which is an off point. So you don't have to go 1 through 7 and then all the way back down to 1. It's a half a move away from turning off at any time. And that was really a, a pretty unique thing. But the glass itself, you guys knocked yourself out. This is a this is a top tier. The Razor system is top tier. I loved, I loved the HST system. That's what it was on most of my rifles. Mm -hmm, and I think absolutely. it's a great piece of glass. It's great for in the field. It's, it's awesome. But this Razor is unbelievable. So, yeah, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it is, I mean, as you described, it is a long-range precision shooting, top tier optical instrument you know i mean it's definitely you know the uh, guys that are you know in, in the precision rifle series it's an extremely popular choice for that there's yep. just there's, there's a lot of guys using it guys and gals um you know doing some pretty serious um intense long-range work with it yeah and, and that's that's the whole thing is it's it, it's there and you can spend more you can spend more on a scope you don't have to spend more you're going to get the top tier every I mean, the quality of the glass, the tracking is so true. Everything is there. You know, if you want to spend two, three times the price, uh, no one's going to stop you. But I'm telling you, if you want a top end, uh, top end tier one scope, that Razor HD, and it comes in in a hunting model and a tactical model too. But you can't, well, my buddy Lou would say, don't get no better than that. 
<laughs> I have to agree with them. Yeah. So let's go real quick on the, um, well, actually, we're, we're almost out of time here. But when we come back, you have some other models for hunting and tactical shooting. You have the PST Gen 2s, brand new modifications. And also on your Razor, you have more of a hunting style, a 3 to 15. Um, it's called the LH, the HD glass, but it's called the LH. And that's for guys who want more of a traditional hunting weight, hunting style scope than the big tactical one. So we'll come right back with Mark Boardman, Vortex Optics, VortexOptics.com. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, by Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts, and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Welcome back. Remember now, September 23rd. September 23rd, 8 o'clock in the morning, we're going to be doing a live recording that will be aired at 1 o'clock that day. Live recording at Vince's uh, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. So come on down. You can hassle me all you want. Um, hecklers are encouraged, but don't cry when what happens to you happens to you. But come on down. Anyway, 8 o'clock in the morning at, uh, at uh, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. And then at 10 o'clock, 10 to 7, we're going to be at the seminar at uh, the Big Fish Store up in Rancho Cucamonga. But it's rexreviews.org. So check that out, rexreviews.org. You have to get your tickets up front. But it's an awesome day, two days, learning everything you're going to learn about um, long-range shooting. And I will bring, I will bring some of the Vortex offerings out there. You'll have, you'll get to put your hands on the Razor HDs, uh, the spotting scopes, the binoculars, um, the HSTs, which I think is a great practical level, and. Um, you also have your Razor HD, the long-range hunting. I just touched on that as we went off, but that's a different modification of your very high-end glass, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. And so what's different is, is it the uh, the tube diameter is? So on the on the Razor HD Gen 2, which I think is the one you're talking about right now, so the tube diameter on that is 34 yeah, millimeters. Yeah, that's the big one. That's 34. Mm-hmm. But I mean on the LH. Oh, so yeah, so the Razor HDLH, so, you know, that's, as you touched on a little bit earlier, it's more of a, you know, a, even though in some ways it's not, but, you know, more of a traditional styled hunting optic. And so I'd say the standout features of that optic are its optical quality. It has stunningly phenomenal glass and prisms. The optical design and the system is is stellar. I mean, if if a person is looking for, you know, know, uh, an optic to complement their their sporting rifle, maybe they're building a mountain rifle and they're looking for an extremely lightweight top-tier option, that's where that uh, Razer HD LH series shines. So within the series, there's a 1.5 to 8, a 2 to 10, 
and a three to fifteen. Um, and so, what I'd say is maybe not so traditional about the optic would be there is a version. And again, this is a second focal plane optical system, but with the with the uh, HSR4 reticle, um, you have uh, an MOA based uh, MOA based hash marks on on the vertical uh, crosshair, right? So if a person goes through the process of getting their ballistic data, getting good dope for the for the um, the load they're pushing through their rifle, they essentially have a, a, an exceptional hunting optic that they can use, if needed, to execute a long-range shot. So it's a second focal plane optic system. So an example, in the 315, you would want to be on 15 power to use the, the data on the reticle. Right. But in an optical system that goes to 15, if you're trying to execute a shot at distance, you're probably going to be, you probably are or want to be on the top end of its zoom range anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is again, so it's not as, as, as a heavier, uh, scope as the, um, as the uh, razor gen two, but for hunting, that's, that's an awesome way to go. Now you're, you also reworked your PSTs and PST stands for precision shooting tactical. Okay. And your generation twos. And it's, it's been a great modification on that. We want to talk, talk about that a bit. So yeah, so the so the the original uh, Viper PST series, uh, you know, for the last several years has been you know a, a staple, um, and it really hit that sweet spot of extremely feature rich, um, ex- great performance, but it wasn't killing the person in their pocket. You know, right. it, it was it was definitely you know um, you know I'd say more attainable for for you know. Uh, you know, a general budget, if you will. So, uh, essentially, we took all those features and and elevated them. So it's the Viper PST Gen 2 series. So um, it's uh, you know everything from a, from a one to six to a five to twenty five. So it's a pretty deep lineup of optics. Uh, the one to six version is you know features low profile cap turrets. It's actually a, you know it's a six x zoom range. Um, it's got a daylight bright illuminated center dot. So that would be, you know, primarily for the AR platform, a right. person that's doing a lot of close in work, um, you know, and then, you know, possibly needing to, uh, engage, you know, targets that, you know, I'd, what I'd call, you know, maybe a medium range, um, 300 yards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, you know, from there, you've got a, uh, a two to 10, a three to 15 and a five to five to 25. So again, 30 millimeter tube, um, you're going to have, uh, Exposed wind engine elevation turrets for dialing. Uh, those have a 5x zoom range. Um, the reticles are uh, extremely usable. A lot of information, a lot of data in there uh, to use for people. Again, once you go through the process of getting your ballistic data, um, if you want to shoot off your reticle and execute those long-range shots, um, the illuminations is uh, integrated into the left side of the parallax, um, so it's extremely easy to access. Um, has the off positions between each setting. Uh, it's not a on. it's not a giant knob on the uh, end of your eyepiece. No, it's very clean. It's very clean. It's very sleek. Uh, you've got a turret rotation indicator in, in the elevation turret to assist in keeping track of revolutions or just knowing that that you know you're at home. And actually, you know, another uh, uh, big thing to point out in, in the PST Gen Two series is we actually integrated the RZR Zero Stop uh, from the original 
Razer HD 5 to 20 by uh, 50. So uh, you've got a hard stop when you come home now. Um, it's extremely easy to set. Um, so again, just a uh, it's, it's a deep lineup. It's a feature-rich lineup. Uh, very, very uh, economically priced. Um, it's definitely, you know, it's not necessarily a drop in the bucket, but um, for the features that you're getting, for the performance that you're getting, um, it's definitely a great value and an awesome choice. Now, on the uh, on the Razer, when you turn, I think it's the same thing as your your dial indicator. What's important about this? If you're shooting a caliber like a 308, okay, and you're going a thousand yards, you're going to be dropping 330 to 360 inches. All right, that's a lot of drop. Um, to to incorporate that, your scope has to have a lot of travel. So the size the size of the tube, whether it's one inch or 30 millimeter or 34 millimeter, is going to dictate how much travel it can have. But anyway, if you're trying to shoot, even if the 20 millimeter rail and all the other cheats on there, you're going to have to dial that scope a couple of, of revolutions. And trust me, when I first started shooting this stuff, I got lost as to where my scope was supposed to be. And uh, firing at 500 yards and I'm six feet over the target, it's like, how is that possible? Well, I was on a wrong revolution. So, there's actually a little, uh, your indicator comes out the side, right? So, yeah, so that's on, on the Gen 2 series. It has, yep, so it has that little, you know, for lack of a better term, post that will, uh, you know, uh, travels in and out as you dial up and down. Um, the nice thing about that, you can it's visual, it. you can see it, as well as, you know, in a, in a low-light scenario, you know, it has, you know, a tactile element yep. um, where you can, you know, uh, know where you are in your revs as well. Great addition. Zero stops are super important, and that, that you can just reach up there and just touch it and realize, oh, geez, I have an issue. Better get that corrected immediately. So that's yep. pretty cool. Um, 5 to 25, I think, is an optimum hunting and long range. 5 power, I've shot, shot so many animals on 5 power because... That's where the scope was when he was located, and you know if it's under 300 yards, it's perfect. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I've shot very few on 24 power, but that still has happened too. But a five to 25 is a great range because it helps so much with with the old man eyes that I'm dealing with now. Is the more clarification on something, more magnification I can get, the better off I am. And that's a great power range, five to 25. Sure, sure. You know, and, and you may zoom in on something and. It, uh, but you know, still maybe possibly even you know back it off. You know, at the yeah, same time, to when shoot, when it's it's time to shoot. Yeah, it's Now you don't have to have that kind of power to shoot long range. I mean, one of the other scopes I think that is a dynamite, especially for the price point, is your Diamondback Tactical. Uh, it's one of my favorite scopes that you guys have. Number one, it's very inexpensive. Number two, it's great quality scope. I have it listed on or mounted on my three seventy five uh, Ackley Improved, which is a hammer, and it's shooting one whole groups. But you know. You took it out and were shooting 1,000 yards with the lower magnification scope. So, yeah, I mean, they are impressive, impressive little rifle scopes. You know, there's, there's a 3 to 9 and a 4 to 12 in the series. Uh, they have exposed uh, windage and elevation turrets for dialing. Um, there's a zero reset feature on the turret. So once you get your scope zeroed, you know, you re-index the turret. But, you know, they are a little bit more streamlined as far as features. It's not going to have a zero stop. You know, it may not have some of the other bells and whistles. But they track super true the optics are incredibly sound 
and they are an effective, effective rifle scope. And for a person who's they're they're looking to get into the long range game, or they want to try it, or heck, they've just got a gun that they don't that they want to outfit. Uh, and they make it extremely capable, but they don't want to spend a ton of money. That's where that um, that uh, Diamondback Tactical comes in. And like you mentioned a second ago, Ryan and Jim in the office, they actually shot a really cool video while they did it. They grabbed a Ruger American 6.5 Creed, grabbed a Diamondback Tactical out of the back room, got it mounted up, took it to the range, got some dope for it, and, and we're hammering steel at, at 1,000 yards. Exactly. You know, and executing those shots with consistency. Hey folks, Philip Damon, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back with Mark Boardman after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey, folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. I'm coming back here with Mark Boardman. Mark Boardman from Vortex Optics, vortexoptics.com to see their full lineup. They actually have a really cool website, which even has a fantastic bullet drop compensator calculator on it. So if you ever, like in our last, uh, our last session there, he was saying get accurate dope. This is the only kind of dope I like is a dope on your rifle. Getting your accurate information for your drops over a period of ranges, you can use their their system. You can plug in the bullet that you want, the elevation that you're at, even where you're shooting. So that's pretty awesome, except if you're trying to get the dope for your favorite hunting spot, I guess you're telling somebody where you're going. But right. <laughs> That's just for yeah, the super no, paranoid guys out there. Tool. Yeah, that's that's only for the super paranoid people out there. Um, but it's a, it's a great tool. You can get their information, plug it into the scopes, and, and go. But now, not only do you have the rifle scopes, and the, we've talked before on other shows about the AR systems that you have, and but the, here we're talking about the rifles because we're coming into hunting season. But optics are everything in the field. If you have crappy binoculars, two things are going to happen. Number one, you're not going to see that well to critical times of low light. Number two, they're going to hurt your eyes. You're not going to use them. All right. Crappy binoculars, just, just give them to a fisherman, but it's not, you don't, they don't belong in the field. Binoculars and optics are everything when you're hunting. Uh, you need to, we, we had an instance in, uh, Mexico last year at 240 yards, it was the quality of the glass allowed us to see a giant animal hidden in the, in the trees. But it was, it was a lot of painstaking searching and you needed to have good glass, bad glass. These guys couldn't see him. And he was a, he was a toad. Oh my God. Was he a huge, 
it's a whole different hunting story on that one. But I wasn't the shooter. But oh my God, was that a big? <laughs> that was a big buck. <laughs> Um, but so optics, binoculars, um, you have all different levels of them. I've used them from the Diamondback, and uh, the ones I'm carrying right now personally are your Vipers, which I think are a great set of glass. But you also have the Razor HD binocular. So, yeah, so I'll bring up a couple things there. First, Philip, fishermen are people too. And also, <laughs> like, I, I agree, and not just because I work for Vortex or because I work for any optics company. As you stated, you cannot overemphasize the importance of optics as far as uh, contributing to your success in finding uh, as well as you know um, you know hopefully you know coming home with a home with a buck in your truck or a heavy pack because they really are a difference maker so um, and like you touched on we've got a deep lineup of optics so I mean rifle scopes spotting scopes binoculars uh, Within each of those categories, you're going to find uh, different tiers of, of, of price and quality. One thing we work really hard at is no matter what tier, you know, you optimally fall into, um, we want you to get, you know, more for your dollar if, 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 you, if you choose Vortex. So, um, you know, if you, if you choose a, a Diamondback binocular, which actually is an exceptional binocular, they, they are bang for the buck, probably one of the best binoculars on the market. In fact, of course, I, I would say that they are, right? You know, I would sit in my Vortex chair. But, um, if you, you know, the 10 by 42 for example, is going to retail for about 230 bucks. So for that 230 bucks, that's you retail. want you to be... That's yep, retail. That's retail. Yep. And so we want you to get the most for that 230 bucks, you know, so we, um, and, and we work hard at that. So, but going back to your original, what you're originally talking about, the Razor HD series, which is our top of the line, uh, uh binocular series, uh, you've got a, uh, an 8x42, a 10x42, a 10x50, and a 12x50. We actually, just very recently, we dropped the price on those. So if you've been looking at them for a while or you haven't looked at them, uh, you may want to check them out right now. Uh, you know, at retail, they're at their, you know, the lowest they've ever been. Um, and it's just in time for hunting season, which is awesome. Which actually, for you guys, you guys have some super early seasons, actually. I know a couple guys that have been hunting out there. They've already knocked down some bucks. But um, so... Uh, but maybe just in time for the remainder of hunting season, um, we've dropped the price on those. So if, if you are a person who uh, uses your glass a lot or, or wants to start using your glass a lot uh, um, and, or just have a need for a top-tier binocular, those Razor HDs are definitely one to check out and uh, you know, get a pretty sweet deal on them now. Yeah, and and again, it's it's the comfort level. It's the things that are important when you're talking about optics, um, exit pupil. Okay, the, and just I'll let you talk about that. So yeah, so you know the exit people. That's just that's a number that kind of you know helps uh, define. And there's a lot there's a lot of things that go into you know essentially light transmission and how much light's going to reach your eye, right? Um, you know you've got the optical design, you know the, the the optical design of that of that optical system. You've got uh, the quality of the glass. You've got uh, the coatings, the prisms. Um, there's so many things that go into it. But all things being equal, you can calculate that exit pupil on a binocular by dividing the, uh, uh, the objective diameter by the power of the binocular. So uh, if you've got, say, a, uh, you know, we'll say a... 10 by 40. Uh, yeah, or, or for, you know, some, 
you know, a, a 10 by 42 versus uh, an 8 by 42, right? The 8 by 42 is going to have a larger exit pupil, right? So all things being equal, you're going to get a little bit better low light performance with that optical system. But you are sacrificing a little bit of magnification there. So uh, when a person's looking at at binoculars, which I would say also, you know, look at things in a family of optics. You know, if you're looking at the Diamondback series, you know, pick the one that's going to optimally suit your needs. If you're looking at the Razor series, you know, pick the one that's going to optically suit your needs. Um, and then, uh, you know, but definitely look at things in a family and, and say, you know, you may be, or a person may be in the Midwest, where they're like, well, I don't really, I don't really look that far, right? So eight power is more than sufficient. And I'm going to gain some low light performance, which you know could be a dark timber scenario or something like that. Twelve by fifties might be overkill there. Yeah, twelve by fifties, yeah, probably would be overkill for sure. You know, you get out west, the guy might say, you know what, I'm a twelve by fifty. I'm going to wear that on my chest, and that's going to be the binocular that I use for tripod glassing. So I'm going to sacrifice a little bit of that exit pupil, you know, uh, and some of that light transmission. But what I'm going to gain in magnification is, um, you know worth that and definitely going to be more of an asset, you know, to that person. So a lot of give and take there, um, you know, person definitely wants to, I'd say the biggest thing is look at what you're doing with the binocular. More isn't always better when it comes to magnification right. and, and pick something that's going to fit uh, your application. Now you mentioned tripods with the binoculars. Now, not everybody does this, but man, is that nice? Not everybody does it, but, you know, and I'd say particularly, you know, in wider open Western landscapes, um, they should be because that, again, is a game changer. You get a set of binos on on a good tripod with a good head, um, and you can literally tear apart the landscape you are you are you know uh, you know you are going to be a more effective hunter you are going to see things that you would not have seen it slows you down it makes you more methodical um it's it's less fatigue on on your back and your shoulders um there's just so many advantages i could go on and on but if if you haven't been tripod glassing and, and you're in a more open landscape you know i would at the minimum, I'd, I'd give it a shot. Yeah, and so there's an adapter that goes to the front of the tr- of the binocular right onto your tripod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're able to stand up. So let's, you know, obviously you're not going to skyline yourself because we're, we're professionals. But, uh, you know, you get yourself a nice location and you can look standing up in a comfortable position, just no eye strain. You're not holding the binoculars up for hours upon hours. The other thing is if you're, if you're uh, more of a backpacking and you're, for whatever reason, you're not going to use a tripod uh, or a spotting scope combination. You know, the other thing is to get a smaller stick. I mean, I've actually taken the the uh, bipod off of my rifle and extended the legs and used it. But sure. But for support for those binoculars, because if you can set them on top of that, either your walking sticks or your trekking poles or just cut a branch and hold those suckers up, you will use them three times more. And I've been on hunting trips with guys and they've kind of, and they got great glass laying around their neck, but they're not looking through them. Why? Because they're giant, heavy pieces of glass, and they don't want to hold them all day. So little tricks in the field are going to extend your capabilities and supporting the binoculars, either with a, a trekking pole or a cut piece of, gla- of, of wood or you know, turning your gun around and setting it on the gun stock, whatever it happens to be. That's an important 
thing to uh, to do but tripod glassing is awesome and obviously you guys do bipod or tripods and big stable ones too you don't want a flimsy little kmart tripod because the wind will shake and your day will be a nightmare you want a stable tripod yeah absolutely no i mean that's definitely something you want to consider for sure is you know i mean and again everything's give and take you know what do you want to carry in the field you know but um but yeah i mean the heavier tripod it is going to be more stable you know uh, you can put more weight on it a little bit it's going to hold a bigger spotter you know a little bit better um another reason to bring a bring a newbie so they can pack your gear that's uh how you spread the sport there you go that's the tip of the day but you know and then when i tripod glass i'd say i'm sitting most of the time i find a nice little spot exactly you're gonna see two miles of country yeah yeah and and you just go to work and uh western washington yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. I want to thank my special guest, Mark Boardman, Vortex Optics. Thank him for the great stuff that they make. Uh, check them out, vortexoptics.com. And we'll be back next week. Mark, thank you. Have a great weekend. Nope. Thank you, Philip. Everybody take care, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino by Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.